Hey sis, welcome to the When Marriage Hurts podcast. I'm your host, Ola Davis. My mission is to help Christian women in painful marriages become aware of the marriage lies our society and religion has programmed our heads with. Are you tired of marriage advice that always blames you for whatever goes wrong in your marriage? Have you attended all the marriage seminars seeking help only to be blamed and shamed for your marriage problems? Has your marriage become the source of your greatest pain? Have you lost hope of being happily married? Are you just hanging in for the sake of your kids? I've been there before. I know what it is like to feel alone in marriage, yet feel trapped by the wedding vows that I made. Together, we will discover scriptural truths that set us free from the pain so that healing can begin. Oh yeah, let's shake some tables. Hello, my beautiful sisters. This is Ola Davis with another episode of the When Marriage Hurts podcast. And on today's episode, I will be talking about... um, I'll just be talking basically about what abuse is. I think that we typically look at abuse as something that's... um, Something that is somewhat complex, and it is in many ways. Um, but what I what I'm trying to get to is that abuse is often not what we think it is. We usually think of abuse as something that is can be very. Um, I'm struggling to find the right words here something that that's obvious and that you know nothing could be further from the truth abuse oftentimes is not obvious we think of it as something that's easily recognizable we think of it as something that we know like when someone say oh a person has been abused immediately we think we know what that means we think we understand um but abuse can also be very subtle for a lot of us when when the you know when we probably went months or years thinking about what was wrong about our marriage we were kind of logged into this lie of thinking that we had marriage problems abuse oftentimes abuse wouldn't be the first thing that comes to mind right because i mean personally for me i just didn't think someone like me could be abused and that's just one of the general misconceptions about abuse we think it's something that is so obvious and like if a person is being abused, they would know for sure that they're being abused. But we covered abuse. It's not that obvious. It's not that obvious. And, it, you know, it's it can be difficult for a person to recognize or identify it as abuse. It has nothing to do with level of intelligence it is just that sneaky 
Um, I like to talk about covert abuse a lot for that reason, because it's not obvious. When you see someone being beaten up by their spouse, it doesn't take a college degree to know that they're being abused. But when a person is experiencing covert abuse from their spouse, I'm telling you, you can have the most advanced degrees in the world and it will still be difficult to identify as abuse. Now, um, if you've been listening to this podcast for a considerable length of time, I should say, you would um, most likely have listened to episodes where I really go into details about describing the tactics of covert abuse. Um, I know some of you come back and listen to this podcast trying to figure out what's going on in your marriage. Um, you keep listening to many episodes, but you still struggle to accept that what you're experiencing is abuse. And I can understand that because I've been there as well. So let me just say this. For you to figure out what's going on in your marriage, you first have to let go of any kind of perception or any kind of understanding that you think you might have about abuse. You have to be willing to accept that maybe you just don't know everything about abuse that you, you, you think you do, right? I'll put it simply. Abuse is not as complicated as we think it is. Or maybe, maybe it is. Okay, maybe it is. I'll take that back. What, what I meant to say was that if you can learn to think of abuse as something simple, it might be easier to grasp what covert abuse is. And I'll give the most simple definition I've ever heard of abuse. And I this was um, from a man named Bob Hamp. You can look him up on the internet, Bob, Bob Amp, and that uh, last name is spelled H-A-M-P. So one thing he said is that abuse is simply um, like misplaced responsibility. So abuse is not about hitting someone or pushing them into the wall I mean, those are forms of abuse, but that's not what makes it abuse, really. That's not what defines abuse. What defines abuse is placing responsibility where it doesn't belong. When you think about it that way, you can see that, you know, abuse isn't, doesn't always have to be as severe as what you always thought it was. 
Okay, so let's um, let's make it practical. What do I mean by putting responsibility where it doesn't belong? Let's take the example um, of a parent and a child. Mm-hmm. Let's say a child that's only about maybe 10, right? A child that's a minor, basically. And as a parent, maybe because you're being treated badly by your spouse and whatever, and you just need someone to vent to or to share with, and then you start um, opening up to your minor child about what's going on in your marriage, about look at what your dad is doing, and you kind of... You kind of um, talk about how badly your spouse treats you and you're having this conversation with your child. Now, this might seem harmless. Some people might be like, well, you know, you're just, you just needed to talk to someone or whatever. The truth is a child shouldn't be put in that position where they have to carry that kind of burden. So it's like you're placing this burden on your child or your children that they really shouldn't have. And that in itself is a form of abuse. It it might seem very um, harmless, right? But you have to recognize that you're doing something to the psyche of that child that's not healthy for them. So, um, now if, if you're listening to this and you have done this, like you've done this to your kids, I'm not labeling you as an abuser. I'm just using that illustration to explain that abuse can be something that's very subtle and not easily recognizable. You know, like, no one's going to arrest you for talking to your kids about the abuse you suffer from their father or something like that. So when you learn to think of abuse in that, excuse me, in that manner, it's easier for you to Recognize what your spouse does to you as abuse. Regardless of whether they are nice to you once a week or maybe they were romantic the previous day and then today they're acting like jerks. You're able to recognize it as abuse. You're not confused about, well, but he still bought me flowers yesterday. I always say, you know, an abuser being nice doesn't mean they're not an abuser. It just means they're having a good day. <laughs> All right. So, misplaced responsibility. That's what abuse simply is. And how does this often play out in an abusive marriage? When your spouse behaves badly and they blame you for it that's abuse 
Now, it can be as simple as everything that goes wrong in their life is always your fault. If they are hopping from job to job, it's your fault. It has nothing to do with whether they don't have the right work ethic. It's always your fault. If they lash out at the kids, it's your fault. If it doesn't matter what it is, everything about their life that isn't going perfectly, they put that responsibility on you. You have to recognize something about abusers is that they lack the ability to self-reflect. They lack the ability to self-reflect. So for you, you um, maybe something goes wrong in your day and you can sit down and think, well, I think I shouldn't have done this or um, I think if I had um, left home earlier today, I wouldn't have been in such a rush to get to where I was going to and you know, this and that might not have happened. Like, we have the ability to self-reflect in that manner where we're able to look at ourselves and the choices we've made and think of how we could have made different choices to have different outcomes. But for an abuser, they don't have that ability to self-reflect because they've lied to themselves that, they're perfect or i mean they wouldn't actually say this but this is what goes on in their minds and in their heads they think they're perfect they think they don't do any wrong so if anything looks less than perfect or wrong with their lives or with the choices they've made they would put that fault and responsibility on someone else and usually it's the spouse be the spouse the kids but usually it's someone close to them because they just like that ability to look at themselves and say i messed up this is what i should have done i'm gonna do better it's almost like it it would kill them to do that honestly to self-reflect is something that they just they find it too painful to do so they just wouldn't do it they would rather place the blame and the responsibility on someone else. That, my sisters, is simply what abuse is. It's not, it's not this, um, elaborate thing that you think it is, really. So it, I mean, it differs, abuse, um, it varies in severity, right? But, it's what it is. It's just simply misplaced responsibility. So when you think of abuse in that way, you start to recognize it more in your marriage. You're not confused about, well, I've heard all, all these things about abuse. I've read all that about abuse, but I'm not sure what's going on in my marriage is abuse. When you think of abuse as misplaced responsibility, you begin to see it play out. You begin to see it for what it is in your own marriage. Okay? Now, 
I have to give this disclaimer. Even in healthy marriages, sometimes people misplace responsibility. That doesn't necessarily make it an abusive marriage. Alright? If a person is having a bad day and they lash out at their spouse, they're like, you know, the reason for this, you know, it's your fault that this happened today, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's still bad behavior, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that person is abusive. For it to be considered abuse, it has to be a pattern of behavior. So the question is, is that person just going through a tough time and they behave badly and they make amends or is this a reoccurring is this a recurring pattern if it's a recurring pattern then that's abuse if it's something that happens you know once in a few years probably not probably not so abuse always displays itself as a pattern of behavior Um, yeah, I am going to keep it short. I really want us to have shorter episodes. Um, I think it's just easier to digest rather than long, you know, 45 minutes episodes. Um, not that we would never have that when it's required, but for the most part, I think the short episodes are great. Um, if you think otherwise, let me know on social media. Um, we're on Facebook at When Marriage Hurts, on Instagram at When Marriage Hurts. I love to hear from you. I'm praying for you. And I pray that um, whatever difficult time you're going through in your marriage, that God uh, gives you wisdom and that you recognize God's voice and leading in everything that you're doing. Help you make the right choices. Help you begin on the path of healing. Um, yeah. Hopefully, in the next few episodes, um, I'll be able to share with you more of my personal experience. I am currently separated from my spouse been separated for a year um actually by the time you're listening to this if you listen to it on the day that this episode is released it's actually my one year anniversary of being separated it hasn't been an easy journey but as it been watered absolutely yes it's been very watered i'm not who i was a year ago I'm doing a whole lot better um, I continue to um, push forward on this healing journey and it's been great it's you know getting separated or divorced from an abuser isn't the easiest thing to do but it's worth it and you know I can look forward to the future, the rest of my life, living a life, a wholesome life. Anyways, um, 
I gotta go now. So until the next time that I see you on the When Marriage Hurts podcast, this is Ola Davis saying, God loves you. He doesn't want you to be abused. God cherishes you. He sees you and he just wants the best for you. Never forget that God wants the best for you. God did not intend for you to be abused. He wants the very best for you. Do have a wonderful week and um, I love you always. Bye. Has this podcast blessed you? If yes, please head over to Apple Podcasts When Marriage Hurts and leave a written review for the show. It would be such a blessing to me to know that this show has impacted you in some ways. Also, share this podcast with a friend. Let's spread the word. Lastly, if you would like to be a part of a community of like-minded women of faith who are on a journey to living the best life God has for them despite their marriage challenges, join our Facebook group, When Marriage Hurts. Until next time, remember the words of Jesus. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest.